Time for this morning fact checker where we debunk misinformation based on real evidence, real facts. We set the record straight. Joining us is our resident fact, te- uh, fact checker, Adam Rowe, here <laughs> in the checker. studio. Yeah. <laughs> Good, Good morning. morning Thank you for joining us. Well, we've got to start with the COVID-19 uh, situation here in Korea. Uh, there's been a lot of tension um, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of accusations flying forth, um, leveled against the government. Some may be warranted, some uh, completely false. What is this, um, I guess, battle over the interpretation of numbers? Because uh, mm-hmm. there are some discrepancies between what the government claims and doctors claim over the death rate. Could you tell us more? Yeah, so this isn't the only kind of issue of tension between the government and these doctors. We had mm-hmm. that whole doctor strike fiasco right. not so long ago. And uh, yeah, now it seems to be uh, the number of death rates or the excess mortality rate as it's known. Uh, now, the Korean Medical Association, they held a press conference last week in which it said, Uh, The third wave of this COVID-19 outbreak is a a national healthcare crisis and uh, urged the government to take countermeasures swiftly in order to battle it. Uh, It criticised the government for not securing enough vaccines in a timely manner, while other countries have already started their vaccine programmes and they're well into a a week or two into it. Uh, The KMA also said the medical uh, system and workers in it were being overwhelmed. There's been this whole talk of shortage of uh, hospital beds, especially for the critically ill. And it also cited some worrying data concerning the mortality rate. Now, that is the uh, key sticking point here. At the time of the press conference last week, deaths caused by COVID-19 Uh, was at 739. The death toll currently stands at just under 810. Now, according to the KMA, the overall mortality rate went up uh, by about 6% this year when compared to December last year, 2019. Now, it said that if we convert the 6% excess mortality rate to an annual number of deaths, it could be about 20,000. Now, excess mortality is a more kind of comprehensive measure of the total impact of the pandemic Mm. uh, on deaths than the confirmed or official uh, COVID-19 death count alone. And the KMA is stressing that there were many indirect deaths stemming from COVID-19 due to, uh, you know, people not being able to get uh, adequate treatment when they needed to. Right. So simply put, I mean, to put it in stark terms, you got a heart attack, you're at home, Mm. you're trying to get to the hospital because of the fact that everything's backed up here, you're not going to get that timely help and then you die of that heart. heart attack. Mm. That's not through COVID-19, but what they're saying is that is a result of the pandemic and Mm -hmm. what the KMA is accusing the government of uh, perhaps its uh, incompetence to that end. The the way the media portrays the KMA when they issue these statements um, tries to give them some sort of, I I think, moral authority or at least even expert uh, kind of um, credence where Mm. it might not actually be uh, adequate or Mm. appropriate It could be a construction union or it could be a musical actors guild saying the same thing because the KMA, although they're technically doctors, they're really just a lobbying group for these (laughs) individual clinics. They're not a union. Yeah, they're not a think tank. They're not an epidemiological kind of um, group of uh, academics on this. So what they're saying is basically their opinion. Yes, they're medical doctors, but they're just clinicians who are advocating for their uh, rights. And that's why we've seen them fight against the the government with the medical reforms. But that being said, the government is refuting all these claims with statistics of their own. What are they saying? Yeah, so the government is citing data from Statistics Korea, which I won't go into too many numbers because it will just confuse you without uh, visual aids anyway, uh, which shows the number of deaths over the past three years. Uh, senior health official Yoon Tae-ho says there has been a, a steady increase in deaths over the years, but nothing of a dramatic spike to cause concern. And looking at the data, Yoon says the excess mortality rate is actually close to 3% rather than... 
than the 6% claims by the KMA when stretched out in an average. Uh, there are also fluctuating numbers depending on the age group and time of year as well. Uh, so there was a time and age group where that 6% may have been true, but it's not enough to assert that figure as a, an average over a long period of time, and especially uh, due to the COVID-19 situation. Uh, but basically... This whole thing is just a fight over numbers, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we all know that rather than squabbling over statistics and data, uh, the priority should be given to the fighting the pandemic. Right. I yeah. mean, there could be some grievances with the medical community, particularly KMA and, and the, these uh, clinic doctors who feel aggrieved over these reforms that might be hurting mm. their bottom line in the, in the long term. But hopefully, as you say, uh, you can put that aside, at least uh, for this uh, health crisis that we're facing with mm. the pandemic. Turning to our next uh, controversy here, uh, it is uh, something that is always associated with the uh, former opposition lawmaker, the former floor leader of the main opposition party, Na Kyung-won, and all of the speculation surrounding her son's nationality. What's the latest we have? Not just his nationality, but also this alleged preferential treatment and his uh, uh, doctorate and all that stuff. Mm. And... um, But we'll focus on the nationality part for now. And uh, Na is facing allegations that her son, who is a Yale University student, was born in the U.S. in 1997 and has dual citizenship and that he uh, received preferential treatment when he was a high school student. Now, Na has been trying to put this scandal to rest continuously by... Uh, this time showing relevant documents relating to her son's birth. Uh, She announced on social media that her son was heading to boot camp for his military service, uh, attaching a note signed by the head of Seoul National University Hospital. Now, in that note was... Uh, details of maternity care schedules that uh, for her and her son dating back uh, to the hospital in early December 1997, the year of Na's son uh, of birth. Now, this was basically her trying to prove that her son was born in Seoul and not the US. So, the mm-hmm. background to this is that there's been this long-running uh, accusation, uh, a bunch of speculation that Na engaged in some form of... Uh, birth tourism where you go abroad and and you have your baby born abroad to to get the rights and privileges of that particular country. The accusation is that she went to Los Angeles and gave birth to her child uh, to uh, have the child have dual citizenship to eventually avoid military service. Mm. Uh, At the end, that has seemed to be rendered moot because she's planning to run for sole mayor, Mm. it seems, and she's um, announced that her son is actually going to be entering the military service to try to do away (laughs) with that controversy, but she's trying to now put this issue to bed Mm. by claiming that the son was indeed born in Seoul and then showing the, yeah. you know, the, these, these documents to, to prove that the dispute now is over whether these documents are definitive proof and the issue is over and done with. It seems like um, there are still a lot of people that need some convincing, right? Yeah, this does have a lot of uh, kind of similarities with this whole birther movement in yeah, the U.S. concerning yeah. Trump and uh, Obama. Uh, but yeah, not everyone in Korea is convinced. Uh, many uh, people on the internet uh, question why now is providing a doctor's note rather than a birth certificate, which of course would have been a bit more definitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, some have even claimed that the note itself was forged because uh, looking at the actual template and format of it, it was different to uh, other Seoul National University Hospital documents, just a few details on e 
which boxes were colored in light gray and white and things like that. There were some uh, discrepancies there, apparently. But uh, a, a report by Yonat News did confirm that the document Nas showed was actually from Seoul National University Hospital and that uh, the agency also got confirmation from the hospital uh, that the note was written by the OB-GYN there. Uh, Na later also revealed her son's birth certificate, which showed that he was actually born in Seoul National University Hospital. And she also revealed a document that shows she didn't travel overseas around the birth of her son. So she was basically in Korea mm. during that time in question. Uh, so by the looks of things, Na's son was born in Korea. Yeah, and as you say, though, that's not going to convince a pretty healthy minority of people online, people saying, well, didn't she initially claim that the son was born in Busan? Why are you talking about this thing that's coming out of Seoul? And so there's pointing out that discrepancy. Bottom line, though, especially if you happen to be a supporter of um, Nagyongwon, and there are listeners who I'm sure are supporters of Nagyongwon, you might even just think, why why are you even doing it? Why are you taking the bait, right? If if people are trolling (laughs) you about this thing, then just ignore them. The, quest, the difference is, is that if she was just, she lost her election, she's now a private citizen, she doesn't have any public role. Right. If, if she had no intention to go back into public life, she could just lead, let this kind of fall away and just ignore it, right? Because, right. I mean, there, there's no uh, obligation to prove anything. However, because of the fact that it does seem to strongly indicate that she is going to be running for this uh, sole mayoral Mm. position in April, she does have to put these issues to bed because there will be constant questions about this. And even in forthcoming debates of, you know, these accusations Mm. that she may have engaged in this kind of uh, chicanery. So that is why she has felt the need to to produce these documents, even though maybe uh, otherwise she probably would not have seen fit. But as you Mm. say... Um, uh, according to Yanap, uh, they, they seem to verify the authenticity of these documents. However, whether that convinces the wider public, I guess, mm. is still more of a, a sell job that she has exactly. to do. Yeah. One more uh, issue to fact check here, Adam. A lot of questions and concerns. We're talking about COVID-19 again, but this time not the death rate, but the vaccines. Mm-hmm. Some rumors. Now, I've been getting these conspiracy theories um, forwarded to me as well and they're often coming from an extreme right-wing extreme religious point of view but there are these rumors that the vaccines may have some kind of secret a part of a big wider conspiracy to eventually control the entire population that this (laughs) this vaccine could actually change a person's dna Hmm. it sounds crazy and out of science fiction but let's just first address the main thing is that true no <laughs> simple answer just to put it no it's not uh, true at all it's uh, there's been a lot of a host a slew of reports uh, kind of debunking this whole issue or this whole theory conspiracy theory that uh, the vaccine will change the dna but it doesn't uh, some of the newly uh, created this is where the question lies uh, some of the newly created vaccines including the ones made by pfizer and biontech as well as uh, the moderna ones use a fragment of the virus's genetic material or a messenger RNA, Mm -hmm. uh, which is quite an unprecedented method of virus uh, programs. Mm -hmm. Now, scientists say that injecting this RNA into a person doesn't actually do anything to the DNA of a human cell. Now, this works by... Uh, or the mRNA vaccine works by giving the body instructions to produce a protein which is present on the surface of this uh, coronavirus. The immune system then learns to recognize and produce antibodies uh, against the protein. And once the protein is made, the RNA is degraded. It's basically uh, scrapped. Now, also, RNA is found in the cytoplasm, while DNA is found in the nucleus of cells. To alter the DNA, the RNA needs to move to the nucleus, which is not how these vaccines work. So... Mm. 
I know that was a lot of science yeah. there, but basically it doesn't alter the DNA. And of course, these conspiracy theories have come out mostly because uh, such a mRNA vaccine technology has never been approved mm. before. But they have actually been tested multiple times in humans over the last uh, few years and were accelerated during the pandemic, of course. Uh, and uh, the idea itself also came in the, the 90s as well, where it was tested mm. on lab rats and um, Of course, these claims that COVID-19 vaccines will change our DNA mostly uh, come from, as you said, the right-wing, the far-right groups and the anti-vaccine community, which actually includes some doctors as well, which is quite worrying. Yeah, and uh, unfortunate that uh, that lead, again, is sort of like the KMA announcement. It Mm. kind of gives them sort of a credence of uh, credibility that, oh, look, this doctor also says Mm. it as well. Although, again, it's not like... Captain America, where Steve Rogers gets this injection and then he becomes this, you know, the super yeah. serum soldier guy. That's not what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. hopefully it'll keep you safe from COVID-19, which mm-hmm. is really the main point. Yes. And um, hopefully that will be the end result and not some uh, kind of uh, greater, wider conspiracy with mm-hmm. the vaccinations. Okay, as always, I know you love um, getting into those highly technical uh, articles <laughs> and relaying it to us in English. Appreciate all the work, uh, Adam. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you again soon. See you next week.